This episode of this Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey is brought to you by Energy Healer Jean Borders' Personal Powerful Transformation Program. Know you're leaving money on the table, but can't figure out how to bring it in? Need to double your productivity and profitability? Need an extra push to get things moving in the right direction? Visit www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com slash transformation now and apply for a business consultation with Jean. Welcome to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Prepare to feel a sense of relief and empowerment as we get rid of the baggage you've been carrying that's held up your business success up until now. Be sure to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, get comfortable, and prepare to take off. Hello, everyone. This is Jean Border. I am your host for the Focus Practical Dreamers Journey podcast. I have a special guest with me here today. Her name is Tanvi Mira, and we met at a, um, right before the world went crazy with all this COVID stuff, right? Um, We were at an event with um, Margaret Lynch Rainier on leadership and how to use the chakras to work through leadership issues. Hello, Tanvi, how are you? Hi, Jean. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me here. Uh, And we're thrilled to have you. Um, We were in a hotel sort of near the Boston area and everything started shutting down and there were all these women here at this conference there were some men there too but it was predominantly female and so they're like okay so if you want to go home you can go home and we're like no we're here we're staying (laughs) so we stayed we had a great experience and then when we left I had to go I don't know about you but I had to go through the Boston airport and it was ghost town it yeah. was the weirdest experience. There was just nobody in this crazy busy airport. Um, yeah. So that was how we met, but we all got through it. We're in a new world where working remotely online is now the norm, right? Yep, definitely. And who thought this was coming, right? It's so different now. Yeah. So you don't really work the leadership world, except as a side part, you work in the money world, right? Yeah, yeah. You're a certified financial coach. That's so cool. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So I love helping women entrepreneurs, like doing something they love while being fulfilled and happy. And I actually look at the side of money, which is usually not looked on. It's like the emotional side, the sides of money beliefs and what we are going through. So um, so that you can achieve your dreams and, and, and fulfill your desires. Right. And I'm actually like a holistic money coach. And this means like money mindset, though you talk of mindset, which is related to money, it actually helps in all areas of your life. Like what I've noticed with myself is ever since I've started working on this is like my health is changing. My relationships are changing. I'm more courageous. I I love to experiment. And, and people come to me and say, wow, you really changed, right? So it, it's been really amazing. And I really, really love working with money because 
as you know, right, it's taboo to so many of our lives. Like when I started out, people said, money coaching? Really? Why don't you do something in health or relationships, right? No. But I'm like, no, this is what I'm attracted to. This is what I want to change in women's lives, right? And this is what we need. So this is what I'm going to do. And that's how I became a money coach. What you said is very true. When you make decisions that you think are just for one part of your life, it just goes out like tentacles and affects your relationship and your ideas about being brave, right? It, it's the funniest thing, but that's how we work. We have belief systems that impact every part of our lives, not just one part of the life. Yeah, definitely. And and some of all this is in our subconscious, right? This is the subconscious part of the brain. And many times we don't even know we have it. Like, like how what happened to me was like, um, I just had so much fear in my life, right? And I could never really pinpoint where's it coming from right and I thought it's normal maybe this is how I'm supposed to be this is how it's for women like me and um, I can tell you a little bit about myself like how I got into this is like um, my life looks nothing like it used to if you would have met me three years back um, you would have seen me with my high school girls just busy with my life and then uh, then I realized that they didn't really need so much of me, right? I had so much time available. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I had a desire. Maybe this is the time I need to start something, do something, and maybe have a business of my own. I wanted to be financially independent and support my family. Uh, but that's the time I realized, okay, now what am I going to do? There were so many fears. I did not believe in myself. I did not feel worthy. And I had I realized I had so many beliefs. Like I thought money was hard to make since I'd never made it before. And I was like, maybe success is for other women who've like in the corporate world doing different kinds of things. Like I just couldn't picture myself. And then I was so scared of even being visible. I'm like, wow, great. Now what do I do really? I felt so stuck, you know. And I still remember those times, like those feelings coming to me of frustration and, you know, anger, sadness, and just like feeling devastated, right? You know, that oh my God, I'm stuck and I'll probably be stuck like this my whole life. And I still remember that turning point of my life when I was actually sitting on my bed and crying, just like, oh my God, what do I do next? And I saw this video of a coach on the internet saying that, oh, I'm a money coach and, you know, all these obstacles in your way can be removed and, you know, you could be making money, you could have a successful business. I'm like, really? I had never seen anything like that before. And I'm like, really? I can Something like that can be done. And that's the time when I decided that no more am I going to stay like this, right? Um, this is my life. And if I don't take a next step, if I don't do something, nobody's really going to come help me. And that's when I just jumped in and I started to take some mentorship around that. And then I was like, wow, this is a whole new world. <laughs> I started getting clarity. Um, I calmed myself, my stress, my inner critic. And then I saw that all these fears were coming around from my money conditioning from my past, like my childhood, my experiences. And it just uncovered a new world for me. And I started feeling worthy. I started feeling I could be visible now. Um, then I started talking about myself, my work to my family and friends. And they were like, wow, we also want to try this. And I was like, sure, why not? I can spread this around. And then they started having so many changes. Like somebody came to me and said, I I, I feel courageous. I feel visible. I'm starting to charge money. My business is getting towards the next step. I was like, yeah, this is something to this work, right? And then that's when I decided I wanted to like uh, coach other women and, and help women get financially free like me. And 
And that's how I decided that, you know, if I could take the step, so many other people who don't even know things like this exist, like their beliefs which are coming in your way. There's your own money story, all the things you've experienced with your money, um, all these emotions going on. If I could just let women be aware of it and, and if I could also help them, you know, just take a few steps in their life, it could be something. And so if, so the thing is that if you're willing to take a step that there could be major transformation in your money. You said so many things that I want to try to remember to touch on. <laughs> One of them that you said repeatedly was visibility. Yeah. That is so, that can be such a huge internal obstacle. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to, because we're, we're focusing on women here, I'm going to say for a lot of women because mm-hmm. of the safety issue involved, right? If yes. I'm visible, I'm no longer safe, right? And we spend so mm-hmm. much of our, our subconscious filters everything through, is this safe? And yep. visibility is something that you have, to, a lot of people have to work through to make it okay to get yes. their face out there, to get their name out there, because yes. now I'm vulnerable. Now yes. somebody can attack me. Somebody can mm-hmm. tell me I'm wrong, you know, whatever it is. That That's yes. a huge deal. So many mindset issues. That, right. That right. Definitely. Like if you think as a woman entrepreneur, you, you don't want to be visible. You want to be out. You want to talk about yourself, your work. And charge clients, right? So that's such a big thing, right? If if you don't feel confident, if you don't feel motivated, enthusiastic, and it's it's got so much to do with worthiness, actually, right? That's what yes. I I figured out with 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 everything is connected, right? The money is connected to visibility, is connected to how worthy I feel, and and it's a new thing. If I haven't done it before, I don't feel worthy, and and all these fears will come up. Like I'm going to feel judged. I'm going to be like. One million thoughts. How am I looking? Forget about even that. How am I looking? How's my voice sounding? That was a big thing to me. Oh my God. And I couldn't just remember anything. Ah. I like, when I think about the first video I make or the first post I wrote, like like all the fears which come up. Oh my God. What are people going to think about my writing? How am I looking? Can I, I like, even you're scared to put your photograph, right? Think about it because like, wow, you know, you haven't done anything like that. So so, I mean, that's what people ask me, like what money mindset is. All this is money mindset, which is coming in your way. And and as we grow our worthiness, we feel good about ourselves. That's when we can, you know, be more visible and do so many more things. You mentioned the looking, looking at the a photograph of yourself and, you know, even that is not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Everything has to be perfect. Well, there's that old adage, progress over perfection. And that's a hard thing to get, to take in and actually utilize right when it comes to ourselves because we're our own worst critic i mean we 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 just want everything to be perfect we see everybody perfect on tv and and all the the shots you see on social media that are obviously staged and airbrushed but in our head oh i don't look like that well you never will they don't even look like that right yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the self-worth stuff you know a lot of females have or guys too have gone through traumatic divorces and sometimes that is the turning point that says nobody else. I can't trust anybody else to support me. I'm going to have to figure out how to make money work for me. Mm-hmm. How do I get into this game? How do I start to grow my money? Mm-hmm. How do I start to have money? First off, how do I start to make money? How do I grow it? How do I keep it? How do I invest it? So yeah. many parts to money Definitely. that they don't really teach in school much. If if you mm-hmm. they teach you how to balance a checkbook, that's a big right. deal. Because most people don't even use checkbooks anymore. They use like, yeah. you know, yeah, PayPal yeah. or Venmo or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So talk to me about how you would start working with someone who's got all these self-worth issues and just don't know how to get past the inner critic stuff. Yeah. Um, definitely. So like when we start in the beginning is right, like you're saying we have all these issues. So what I advise women, like when you're starting something, especially you're a woman entrepreneur business, the first thing is the money mindset, right? Which is actually an ignored piece because I see people will spend a lot of money on courses, um, getting their skills ready, like 1 million course after another course on marketing. But like, what about the money piece, right? Because without that piece, it's not going to go anywhere because if you think about it also every part in a woman entrepreneur's life, especially if you're a coach, like like from the start of um, just getting your skills ready. And even, even if you're marketing, like your masterclass, your videos, your posts, um, just talking to your clients, even charging your worth, right? Everything is connected in your business to money mindset. And the first thing is like, I can actually give you an exercise. What I ask all my clients to do is like, I mean, it's a difficult step, but it's the first step is to actually look at your money. It's look at your five kinds of money, right? Um, because till think about it, like if you are a gardener, if you're familiar with a garden, when you're going to first like set your garden up, what do you do? You will, you will fix the soil, right? You'll get the soil ready. You will take the weeds out and then you will plant the seeds. So the same way um, the money mindset work is like, a garden where you're actually going to take the weed, look at the soil and look at, at the, pluck the weeds out. And that's what we do this initial step when we look at the five kinds of money. And this is like your income, your savings, your debt, your income goals. And there's one other one, which is in the end, which is like also toxic money. And that's the advanced one. But like, uh, so first is looking at your money. And I can always like show you like in a small exercise, if you want to see how sure. I ask women to look at the income. Uh, income so if you're watching this i would love for you to like um just give it a prox think of approximate number for your money which is your income for the month and write it down or imagine it in your mind and what a then take a deep breath and i want you to sit with this figure right and just see what are the feelings and beliefs what's just coming up with it so what i'm going to yeah so i'm going to give you a minute like, no, I mean, a few seconds. So when I, I do this statement with, uh, when I do this exercise with other women, already some uncomfortable feelings start coming up, right? And now the next step I want you to do is I'm going to give you the statement. I want you to say it loudly. It's not enough, right? And see now, are there any intense feelings getting created? And I want you to like measure them on a scale of one to 10. 10 meaning it's like not enough. And one means it's like, uh, being calm and it's enough right so in a, what would you rate it as a scale for me I yeah. had I had two questions is it enough to cover my bills which I was very yeah. comfortable with but is it enough for the lifestyle that I want and mm -hmm. I gotta know <laughs> yeah. so, so, right? so it's like an eight no <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So see the one simple exercise just a tiny simple how much can come up and even if you think of the feeling was associated with what came up a lot of stuff is going to come up, right? Um, and so sometimes when I do this with women, it could be so many things. Like it could be some heavy feelings. Like I feel shame. I feel guilt. I feel sadness. I feel anxiety. And so these are the beliefs which are coming in your way, the negative emotions. And all these things need to be worked on because we want to be in a stage where we are dealing with all this and releasing the feelings and 
uh, reworking on these beliefs and moving to a more positive, vibrant, like enthusiastic, positive side. So that's what this exercise is helping you do. Cool. <laughs> cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, you're most welcome. Okay. So talk to me about the three money myths. Yeah. So uh, I just definitely want to talk about this is because you might have heard this from some other people or you might believe it yourself, but these are big myths and I actually call it even lies coming in way of you creating money. So the first one is that you can manifest any money you want, whatever money you want, right? You might read this in magazines and see this internet and, oh, let's work on manifestation. Let's do it. But there, there are so many parts to it, right? And and I hear this all the time, but the biggest part is what about all these negative thoughts and feelings which are going inside it, right? Inside you under the money. You can't just ignore them, right? So you think of this manifesting 1 million. Think about it. How many people are manifesting that amount of money? Because you really haven't worked through what's really going on with you, right? Your personalized beliefs and emotions, right? And so I just wanted to give you some examples. What could it be like? I'm, I mean, you saw what came up when you did it, but like, so many things come up, like the first thing which so many women get is I'm just not good with money, right? It's such a basic kind of belief, but it's like, think about it. If you just have that in your heart, how much money will you make this? I'm just, you just decided maybe with some experience, which happened something, I'm not just good with money, right? And um, I have, I will have to work really hard for money. This is a big one. Success is for others. Money is evil. Then something I see with like coaches is low. Oh, I want to do everything for free or it's not good for me. I can't charge other people money. Oh my gosh, that that drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, drives yeah, me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then if you want to earn money, right? You don't want to have any beliefs. Like wealthy people are arrogant. Wealthy people are evil, right? So that's going to not that's get you. That's a big money. one for a lot of people. And they don't yeah. know why they think that, but they think, oh no, that rich people are, you know, they're just, um, they all out for themselves. They just want to make more money. Um, corporate greed. I'm like, I've, you know, yeah. you deal with clients yeah. who believe in corporate greed. Well, if you believe in corporate greed, you're never going to charge for your services because you don't want to be greedy, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, well, there's yeah. really no such thing as corporate greed. A corporation exists to make money. They're just doing their job, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So these things are something which nearly need to be looked at, looked at, and they come from our past experiences. It could be TV. It could be something we watch. It could be from our parents. That's where, where our most of our beliefs comes up because that's the period like when we are before six years old when we are young that's where our maximum because the caregivers are parents that's what we absorb right when we are young and that's what I do right all these beliefs I can help you rewire them and and release them from your system because they will come in the way and also our feelings right if you've experienced anything with money like all these you feel anger you feel frustration you feel disappointment you feel you're never going to reach your goals. So so these are the things which I really want women to be aware of that, yes, manifestation, I really believe in it. You must do it. But the second step is as important as like um, dealing with all this stuff which is coming underneath it. How big a role does lack of knowledge play? I, a, lot I think, us, a lot of us aren't taught how to deal with money. You know, all we know is we make enough to spend what to buy what we need to pay for our bills to pay for um our our mortgage or utilities or to buy groceries or to buy gas for the car yeah 
I think it's a big lack of knowledge. And like you said, we're not taught in schools, which I feel we should be taught in schools. Because think about it. If if kids were taught all this information, how great we would be because we'd know how to deal with whatever would come up, right? Why we are not earning much? Why are we spending too much? Why are we sabotaging ourselves? What, what all is happening, right? This this is all, like you said, knowledge and education, which is very, very key, right? Um, especially for women, right? Because we... We kind of feel the bias and difference with us and 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 the men, right? I mean, it, it, there's definitely a difference with with how we do things and how we see things. Yeah, even with with other issues with clients, you have to. I, I at least um, I deal with guys differently than I deal with girls, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They respond to different stories. Right. Um, they, they they come from a different mindset. Yeah. Honestly, they, yeah. for the most part, know that they're going to have to support their family. That's not always true, but they have that goal. I'm going to yeah. work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas have, women would prefer a lot of times to be the nurturer as opposed to the one going out and being aggressive to get yeah. the money to bring in to pay for everything. Right. They'd rather mm-hmm. do the nurturing, but you have yeah. to have both don't you? Yeah. to be yeah. a, a balanced and to understand how money works and to actually create the money to utilize it in ways that will help it grow and support you and your family. Yep. Yep. So I have so many clients who come to me who says that, Oh, my parents wanted, always wanted a boy. They didn't want me. Right. So, so that's such a big thing, right? So that the first thing itself, you're trying to be a, a boy all that all your life, right? Because of what your parents, you're always trying to match the expectations and then, like what you said, it's so like the feminine energy and the masculine energy, we yes. do have to have a balance between both of them, right? And and I, that's what I do, right? I, I just help you balance everything. And um, so it, because there's not only one way to make money, right? When we, uh, the feminine way of making money, it's like actually seeing what's all this stuff I'm talking about, the emotions, the beliefs and and visualizing and, and going into intuition. So that's what my second lie actually, or the myth is, is that, um, we've kind of said like, you know, the other way, oh, just be positive, right? And everything will be fine. Uh, just keep on going on, right? Which I see with so many of my clients, you'll keep working hard and hard. There's no rest. There's no fun. There's no self-care because that's the thing. Oh, just keep working, you know, maybe in a guy's world, that's it. And that's what you get burnt out because you really, really ignored all these feelings which were inside you, all these beliefs inside you, and you just soldered on and kept on and kept on going and you ignored everything, right? So the thing what happens is you bottle it up and then it kind of becomes like a money trauma or like, so I wanted to really let people be aware of what this money trauma is. This is like when an event happens to you and when you look at it and you say you really lost belief in yourself, trust in yourself, people around you, and and, and you kind of lose your faith, right? And Everybody must have experienced it. Like when we women do things, we we do something, it doesn't work on properly because we just kept on working. We did not really um, listen to our feelings and things. And then it's like, oh, we don't want to do this again ever, right? And so that's the second one is like, you keep being positive, ignore everything, keep working hard. And then you're in a situation where things just turn uh, in a different way. And then you're like, okay, no more, I'm done. So that's a big one, which comes in the way of money also. Yeah, I, that that brings to mind this. And I, I wish I re- could remember where I learned this. I'm one of those lifelong learners. I'm always taking course yeah. after course after course. 
but in one of them, it was like, I think maybe it was Kristen Howe, the go, go big coach. Um, she used to be the law of attraction coach not lately. She's been the go big coach, but, um, if you just do 1%, a 1% shift towards where you want to be, first off, you have to be aware of where you're going, yeah. where you are, where you want to be, focus on your goal and then take action, strategic action to get you there. I, I say that over and over and over, but while you're taking the action, if something doesn't work, don't stop and give up, yeah, make exactly. a course correction, right? Because yeah. if you want to be here, but you're heading for here. You know, if you take the boat on the water, you you gradually head it that way. You don't just try to go, Whoop. well, you can, but your boat might flip. But, <laughs> right, just keep focusing towards your goal and make little, yep. evaluate what you've done. See if you can yep. figure out why it's not working, but be aware that it's not working, right? And then yep. see how you need to shift that to get back on track. Right. Because if right. you give up, then you start, you get on the roller coaster of starting over. And then the next time something isn't quite right, you start over, right? So you keep going to the same part of your journey and you never get past that point, right? So pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. But anyway, one yeah, percent course correction will will help you get further along your journey. Yeah, that that that's so true, right? But but that's what happens. Like you just go if you go on and on and on and you're not doing all those things and you're not dealing with the emotions, feelings, doing the course correction, then actually you miss that whole step. You're here, you reach it totally overwhelmed and and totally out frustrated and nothing's happened. And then it just you just you're just going down and down, right? So definitely. So that's the other uh, lie, definitely, which we have to be careful about. And the other part that I think is important on the journey is to celebrate when you actually hit one of your milestones. Yeah. If you're not tracking that, if you're not paying attention, if you're not getting excited when you get close to your goal or when you hit your goal. There's no excitement. There's no drive to push further, right? Yeah, that's that's a big one for me, and I, I tell all my clients because yeah, that's what when you solder on, you don't celebrate, and then we need celebration. We can't do anything without celebration. And another thing I've noticed, which is actually working for me, taking a lot of breaks in the middle, like it could be just a short trip or a vacation or just just a break from work to do something else. That just brings you back, like wow, so much energy and enthusiasm and motivation. And then just add the celebration and <laughs> double celebration in. So that's like definitely, that just changes everything. Yeah, I set the intention back when I was still in my job um, <clears throat> that when I retired, I was going to take one vacation every quarter. Yeah. I wanted at least one big one, but mm-hmm. at least I want four vacations a year, right? Even though if one of them is only a weekend away. Yeah. But I, I'm all about celebrating an experience. If you worked for it, you know, why just mm. toil and toil and toil and toil? Yeah. You don't enjoy what you're working for. Yep. You're not motivated then, to keep going. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's what, then that's when you stop, right? Then you have that hard stop and it's hard to get back. And that, that could be who knows when, right? So, yeah. So definitely all these things are amazing things and uh, they just help you to get to the next step. So what the third lie is actually, which is holding you back or the third myth from creating money is like, just keep taking on action, right? Just focus on action because a lot of people come to me and they say, okay, we want to reach this goal. This, this, this is what we are going to do. And then somewhere in the middle is that procrastination. <laughs> That's what happens. Somewhere in the middle, it's like you're going on and on. And then you say, well, what happened? Like, why are we procrastinating, getting frozen, getting stuck? 
mean, this is the goal we want, right? This is what we want, but but it's procrastination. But what we don't see or what we forget or we, what we don't know is that what about, again, these emotions and beliefs, they're going to sneakily come in and into your brain and say, okay, um, this is not okay. You're not okay. This is how it's not supposed to be. And and then you stop and then you wonder. You try, okay, you, you say you'll do it the next day, next day, and next day, and, and it doesn't happen. And um, and it's this is so, so common. Like I've had people come to me and they want to make an online course. Um, so they have all this plan, they do it, they start it, but but then something happens and then it just blows up and, and, and they're never able to do it again because you just didn't do it with the right way, right? Dealing with their feelings, your um, beliefs, and you didn't deal with your money traumas and everything. And that's what happens. Another part to that is the introvert extrovert thing, you know, so many yeah. of the courses we take on at least I've taken on marketing are geared yeah. for extroverts. I'm not an extrovert. Yeah. So I here. get all the way through the class. I do all these steps and then I get to this one point and I'm like, no, nope, not doing it. It yeah. it just conflicts with the way yeah. I want to do business, you know? So I've spent all that money. I've spent all that time. I've created all the stuff. And it's like, I'm not doing that. I just, yeah. so finding what works for us, getting past all the, the internal full stops if you will right and find keeping going enough to find what works like this podcast yeah i i, I have no idea how i got here <laughs> i do you know i took so many yeah. steps to get here yeah. Um, yeah but um i had even two years ago when i was taking podcasting courses it was to be a guest which i you know i am a guest on podcasts mm-hmm. as well but it was never to have one myself because i didn't want to do all the technology stuff technology changes right. so quickly right Mm -hmm. um i'm fine with the interviews i'm fine with talking one-on-one i love that i i get charged up you can tell i get excited (laughs) um and so to have people listen to conversations that's that's fine with me um but to go out and do this oh sell yourself marketing mm -mm, that's Mm -hmm. that's i that doesn't fit my personality my internal rules if you will right 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 now some of the rules that we put in place are to protect us but really they're more fear-based because we've never done it that's a different yeah. situation right yeah. and yeah. you probably have to deal with a lot of that <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean like like you mentioned about selling right like selling is such a big one like think about it if you're a coach or a woman entrepreneur you do need to sell but but how can you feel comfortable right when so when people come to me they're like terrified so what is it actually it's also the stress getting in the way right so the first thing is obviously reducing the stress and then looking at where did these beliefs and emotions of selling come and how can you actually recognize that your way of selling can be different from the others, like you said, right? Yes. Be comfortable in your own way of selling, do things the way you want to, in the way which is right for you, right? So I have so many women who come to me and, and they say that I'm just in my own way of success, right? It's like so many things are coming up, the procrastination, the fears about selling, the fears of uh, not charging the worth and being angry, disappointed. And then where are these coming from, right? We don't realize all our past events which have happened, our childhood events. So that's one thing I look into. I actually go into the childhood and see what what was with their parents, what did they say to them, what did they say sales was not good, or was what was happening with the money there, right? Because was money taboo? Or did you have lack in money? So it's such a such a deep topic, right? Money is so much more than money, right? All these other things which are involved in it. 
And that's when we go deep there. That's when we can change ourselves, our mindset and get that courage, like to believe in ourselves. And when we do courses, no, okay, this is, this course is not good for us because we could also feel, oh my God, we're doing this course. Maybe we are not good enough, right? How to get to that level to feel we are fine and we have to just find our right path. What was, what were some of the major obstacles that you had to overcome to create your business? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, first things with my own fears with, I dealt with, right? And I kind of figured out early that I didn't want to be with these fears, right? I want to help other women, but I want to be like, I want to tackle my fears first, right? So um, I did all this money mindset work. And then I feel that this is some kind of work you continuously doing because every level of success, you need to do a different kind of money mindset work because to yes. prepare you to the next goal, right? And uh, then there was visibility, right? Um, I still remember the day social media, ter everything terrified me, right? So how to deal with that, how to overcome those things with my own work and feel safe and secure, right? Um, deal through all the fears coming the way. And think about it. When you're a coach, like I know you, you have to be a good writer. You have to be a motivational speaker. You have to be an online marketer. You have to be a tech guru, right? And if it's the energetics of a coach, right? The passion, the charisma, right? So you definitely have to grow and build on it. And I definitely, those are obstacles in my life because like you said, starting something new, working with it, it comes from all releasing our fears and doubts about it and working on that, right? figuring things out. So I think these were one of the biggest obstacles. And one of the other obstacles was like definitely charging my worth, right? Because when I started out it was really, really low. And and then my own worthiness was coming the way. But as I worked on that, it's like I was able to see that this work is amazing. It's I'm worthy. And then how I can, you know, uh put myself out there with the the price I want and feel good. Basically a big thing with me is being happy and fulfilled because if you're not happy and fulfilled, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. The up-leveling, that, that's really an important issue to um, highlight because some people, they'll start to, it, when they're just starting out, they'll they'll charge a little bit and they're, they're, they work, they get all tense inside, but they'll, okay, I'll yeah. charge a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then, eventually they see they're working a whole lot of hours and there's not a lot of income coming in because they're only charging a little bit. So they have right. to get to the point where they feel comfortable raising their rates a little bit. Right. And then when you say, Oh no, you need to double your rates. Oh, I can't do that. My, my, my clients, my customers couldn't afford me. Yeah. 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 Mm, okay. Yeah. There's more self-worth issues to work through. Yeah. Right. Cause you can determine how many people you'd like to perhaps grant a scholarship for yeah. if, if they have proven that they really will do the work, but there's this idea that if you get it for free, you don't value it as much, right? The, yeah. if they're paying a whole lot of money for that, that very expensive car in the driveway and they're paying you almost nothing, where's the value? Is it in their self-worth, you know, the work that they're doing to improve themselves or their business, or is it in the external, Right. Right, so there's definitely. all these things to work through. One of the things I hear a lot is, okay, so how much would you like your business to grow to by the end of the year? Oh, I want $100,000. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I want a million dollars. Well, yeah. okay, let's start with maybe doubling what you're making right now. 
because mm-hmm. those numbers are just pie in the sky yeah. numbers have no energy, no charge attached to them. And you don't believe that they're possible. So let's start with something possible. Absolutely. And then for your five-year plan, it's a million bucks, right? right but right, for this right. year, let's start with something that sure. you believe somewhere inside you, you have a small chance of making, right? To, yeah. to build on and grow your business with. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, when they come to me, then that this is what all these things you have to make them aware, right? Because yes, I believe in big goals, but if you are like earning almost like near a really small amount, but you won't have this big goal, what about all the stuff in the middle, right? Because yep. how are you going to reach that, right? That's really important. And yeah, and also raising worthiness, which most people don't know, it's it's like the more you raise your worthiness and more deserving you feel, more you can charge more. And then that's like, a process also right uh we have to see what's coming in your way and that's when you can charge next right because i i have had clients who've doubled it but then they go through that whole process of feeling good to reaching that level right and then they're shocked all the things which are coming inside it it's also like reclaiming your power i sometimes feel that we were born with all this power like a kid right we cried for everything we wanted but somewhere in the middle because our parents or the world around us told us, no, we're not good enough or we can't do this. We we kind of kept ourselves small, right? And and we forgot that we could do this. So we have to get back to reclaiming our power and and, and charging the our worth, right? And another thing you said, which is so right, it's like an all or nothing approach because if we charge so much money, we just can't service anybody else. And that's not true because you could have group class, group sessions, you could, like you said, scholarship, you you could have some so many other variations, right? And do whatever we want, because that's not going to get us to our big goals. Yeah, I and and I am a firm believer that you can charge different amounts of money for different groups. If you're passionate about animal rescue, you can have a, a set amount for an animal rescue organization, right? That would be different than charging an individual to work with their animal, right? Same thing with you, probably different yeah. parts. If it's a working with a, a person on their inner, inner work or working with somebody who's trying to grow their business, there are variations in how you work with clients. So you yeah. get to decide what to charge for oh. which program, right? Yep. It's not like, Oh, if I do this, I'm going to lose everybody. No, you're not. The ones who value themselves and value working with you yeah. will be on board for whatever whatever pricing you throw out there. Right. And those are the clients you want, right? So those are the ones you want. And, and they'll be motivated. Charge. Yeah, the ones that are yeah. motivated. The ones who are motivated, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing, right? And all that also comes with believing in yourself. So many people, come, many women come and then sometimes you just don't believe in yourself. Like I said, you've lost your power of believing in yourself. So you don't even realize you could have all these options we are talking about, right? Yes. It's just clearing our emotional past baggage, right? And building on, building the confidence and belief in ourselves. And that's through all that process, then visibility will be there. And then we can look at our goals, right? Okay, we have this big goal. We have this middle goal. We have this small goal. So what can we do, right? How can we get to the next step doing those things, being visible, uh, talking to your clients, charging your words? So there's so much involved, right? Small, small bits, action steps, and also taking imperfect action, right? Like we said, um, we just don't want to go towards perfectionism because that's just going to like not work for us. And the more imperfect action we take, 
that's the most steps we can take. And consistency is so, so important when we have an entrepreneur, right? And um, up, so many ups and downs are there and building on emotional resilience is so, so important, right? Because if you get this whole down period, like we can't just throw the towel and say, okay, I'm gone now. And the longer you stay in this, the more money you can make and you can charge your worth. Interesting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I think occasionally about how they could incorporate this kind of stuff into the the school education system, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't. Um, All these standardized tests are interesting, but knowing the year that somebody did something really isn't going to serve you much in the future, (laughs) unless you're on Jeopardy, right? (laughs) Where you have to know all the trivia. Um, but that's a, a, I guess, a discussion for another day because I don't have an answer for it. I just think yeah. you know, we're missing the boat with our, with the yeah, young, it's, it's young generation. Us women maybe go take our work there and so that they know that there's something like this exists and can be done, right? Like a speaker or something. I think that's mm-hmm. where it could start. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. So, so the thing with this is it's all inner work, right? Like we know that no no amount of outside stuff listening to what other people did or not it's good for inspiration exactly but your own personal money and your money story your growth will come from your inner work your mindset and your energy which um if we already know the tools to work on then whenever we have this downtime or when we want to go to the next level of success we're like okay these are our tools this is what's happening with us and this is how we can use it and we can get to the next level of success and this is what we need so that it's all from inside. Like sometimes you think like um, just being a coach, like the master classes, the launches, the emails, attracting clients. What does it have to do? It has everything to do with your money mindset and your energy, right? Without this, you just can't reach the next level of success. You mentioned energy. Do you work with energy modalities at all? Like tapping or? Yeah, yeah I do work with uh a lot of different kind of money mindset tools, like the visualization that definitely use tapping. I just I just love this tool. It's like known as EFT, emotional freedom technique. And it really, really is an amazing tool to help get us stressed down, rewire our brain, release our negative beliefs and emotions, and bring positivity into it. So I definitely use it a lot. And 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 it's such a simple and easy tool to use, and it brings so much of big changes towards us, especially with the money mindset and everything. Definitely. Which part of of the coaching process do you find you actually use tapping for? I actually use this in in everything, right? Especially creating, like clearing the emotional baggage from your past. Mm-hmm. It's a big one in that. And um, other things I use it even to increase worthiness and deservingness. And yeah, that's a big one. And even to make big goals, right? Uh, women are scared to make big goals so to to lower the stress and and say it's going to be okay and um, it's fine to have big goals we can achieve it and another thing is a big part is like when we haven't raised our worthiness or we're doing it for the first time sometimes we set a big goal we maybe achieve a bit of it but then we sabotage ourselves sabotage is when we're like oh I'm not worthy And then you lose all this money, right? Or you overspend the money and you're back to that level you started from. So it's a good tool to use for that. And yeah, so it's a good tool, actually. Totally a good tool. Cool. Yeah. I use that with 
with um, a lot of clients. And it also, once they learn it, they can utilize it themselves in their daily stresses, yes. right? Yes, Just to yes. keep maintain the a, a more even keel instead of being stressed all the time. Okay, so if you had to give some advice to some female entrepreneurs who are <laughs> struggling, they know that, that they've got issues with money, but they don't know where to start. Where would they, what's a, a good resource? Do you have anything to offer there? Um, yeah, so I have a free gift um, for them, which they can download. And I think you would let them know about it, right? It's five secret ways to releasing invisible blocks, stopping women from earning abundantly. And this is an amazing resource because I mentioned all the ways like the hidden programming and blocks come in your way and you might not be knowing in, about it. It's in your subconscious and also gives you like, what can you do next to release these, right? So this will help you like move from being unstuck, from being stuck to unstuck, from being overwhelmed to brilliant. To, you'll just get an amazing ideas, right? Uh, how you can get there. We'll have the link down below. Yeah, yeah. That, that link would be really good. Yeah, thanks so much. For the people who are just listening and not watching, what is your website if they wanted to find out more about you? Or how do they get in touch? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, actually. It's like um, Tanvi Mehra Coaching. If you'd go on that, it's on Instagram. And um, I'm also on LinkedIn. And um, I'm also on TikTok with the same name, Tanvi Mehra Coaching. So I'm all over a lot of places. And um, on Instagram, you'll also see uh, more information on me. I have You can subscribe to my email and things like that. And I would love for you to come there and visit me because a lot of tips and techniques on what you could do um, to reach the next level of success. And we'll have all those links down below as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are there any um, last words that you'd like to give our leave yeah. our guests with i really appreciate you being here by the way it's been a really yeah. good conversation yeah thanks for having me i definitely want to say that this is really the time to deeply believe in ourselves that we women can do it we can change and transform our relationship with money and have a really strong foundation in our business um because when we do this we'll have time for ourselves we'll have space to really do the things we love um we can uh, do all this work in a more efficient way um we can deal with our fears of selling, charging our worth, and and we can reach so many more people with our amazing gifts and work, right? Because sometimes we are just thinking what to do next. Um, but the next step is the most important step, right? If we can just break through our fears and just take the next step to starting out working on all these things, um, we can we can win, we can change our life. Because for women, like like it's it's like we could spread the word around, right, to a family. One woman changes so many other things, right? Um, and one small shift, right, in your mindset, your energy can change so many things for you, right? And that's when our dreams come true and our desires can be fulfilled. Thank you. Thank you. And there are a whole bunch more than three money myths that you discussed during this interview. So thank you for <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the extra information that you provided. Um, I want to thank you again for being my guest. Uh, it was good to see you again. And um, for all the listeners out there, this is Jean Border with the Focus Practical Dreamers Journey podcast. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. See you. Thank you for tuning in to the Focused Practical Dreamers Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body 
so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Remember to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey.